Well, we had all those planters that were that had been assembled that were sitting outside in the snow, and yeah. they had snow built up on them. But you don't want to pull them out of a snowdrift because then you break row units off. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to put a perpendicular load on a parallel arm. That's science. That sounds sound like a poem. It's not part of their testing program in deer. <laughs> yeah, how much don't. how much side load of snow can we put on this bad boy before she cracks? How many acre feet yeah. of snow? They don't I mean, test I know, that moline. I know people don't like putting their planters, like leaving them out in the rain, but the same electronics are on like tillage equipment and people just throw those in the weeds and <laughs> nobody in, cares. Throw it in the wood. Who cares about tillage? Oh, and then they're like, triggered them. And then they're like, oh, well, all my sensors don't work. Well, all the wires are crispy because this thing's been sitting out in the sun for 15 years. <laughs> Your wires are nice and crispy. When you touch the insulation and it crumbles off, we may need to get a new harness on that thing. Hey, like the, like the books, this. The book says check the red wire. But they're all bleached. They're all white. <laughs> they're There's a light pink one. Is that what we're looking Look. for? All right, let's start this podcast. <laughs> Why am I headbanging right now? Get you. Welcome to Everything Egg. And then some. Sponsored by Kibble Equipment. I, that intro gets me every time. It gets me hyped up. It's like almost professional. Like if I was actually good at my job, I would just <laughs> record it. I was, yeah, I was going to say. But I like the idea of just always, it's always going to be a little bit weird. It's going to be different. It's like a snowflake. The intro is like a, a, a oh, snowflake. Oh, They're all, all a little different. We need to record at least one so we can get like a ringtone or like a... Yeah, we'll put it up. SMS put it up, put it up on iTunes so you can use that as your ringtone or your text tones. Is iTunes still a thing? Uh... Yeah, I don't, it is. It's the first still program. I mean, I just backed up a phone yesterday, and it said you could do it with iTunes. That's the first time I'd thought about. Yeah, iTunes. You mean I like the, the iTunes on your computer? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, because I got to I got to use iTunes to get videos off my phone onto the computer. What are we gonna talk about? GPS receivers. <laughs> let's get let's get out topic here real quick. So, not if you're listening to this podcast, you can't see it, but the table that we're sitting at is littered with Starfire receivers of all vintages, and we have the regular, the regular crew. Are we like the regular crew? I, I'd I'd call us the regular crew. We have Chris, yeah. Sam, awesome and Sam. Am I big Sam or am I normal Sam? You're I don't like Sam. being big Sam. Just like you don't like being small Sam. I don't really like being big Sam. You're Sam and I'm other Sam. But can we switch it up and say you're other Sam and I'm just Sam? That's going to get confusing. It is going to be really bad. So yeah, you're this just relegated bad. to other Sam. Other Sam, it's fine. I'll take that <laughs> title. I'll take it. And boss man Chris, boss man. <laughs> so we're going to talk to be, about to be clear to the it's not viewers the audience i i do the not listeners like the listeners I, i'm not a you fan a boss man hate getting called boss man. <laughs> don't encourage it uh we were going to talk about the history of starfire receivers we were originally just going to talk about the 7000 but then we kind of talked about it in our first podcast so if you haven't listened to that we talked a little bit more about signal and we'll cover that too Shameless but I, plug don't hate the player i hate the game don't hate the game either we're going to go back, and, and Chris is kind of our kooky old, uh, not old, <laughs> older. Well, you, if you, on the Andy Clean episode, he referred to himself and you as the old guys. The old guys compared compared to me and, and me and Sam. Yeah. You are a toddler. But, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> middle-aged. <laughs> right. But I was going to say you're our, you're our kooky old Starfire history and major. It's only because he worked at Deer for however, however long. I don't know if you want to say or not. 
Uh, started as 1999 as an intern. I was born in 98. <laughs> Just like Chris yeah. doesn't like being called boss man. We don't like when you talk about how young you are. That's great. No, I just <laughs> love to rub it in everybody's face. My fists clench. So yeah, I started in 99 and then uh, I left deer in 12. So do whatever yeah. that math works out to be. Yeah. And so you've always been a precision guy per se. For, uh, yeah. Most of my, jo- most of my jobs at John Deere were around uh, precision. I, I'm fortunate because when I started one of my first jobs at, John Deere it was uh, doing JD Map 4.0 Deluxe training. Yeah. So I don't even know what that is. So that's predating uh, JD Office. Excuse me, JD Map, then JD Office, then and Apex. Apex and, and Apex had a, Apex was the Model D of mapping software. It was not around forever, and then now Operations Center. So, yep. so, yeah. so I actually did some research for this podcast because there's there's a lot of stuff like from the 90s, you know, where you mm-hmm. were just thriving, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and Sam wasn't even alive. <laughs> <laughs> that like where did starfire come from right like so we have the receivers we all see the receivers or whatever but this had to come from something before the receivers were even available how did john do come up with this receiver why is it so great whatever and how is it obviously transformed over the years and gotten to the point where now we're at a starfire 7000 and gps correction signals on the starfire network are probably better than any other they, they network are that's out they there are better because i know one thing i think it was like 94 the John Deere like got together with NASA yeah, to JP, put together this J, JPL, JPL yep, yep. laboratories, jet propulsion laboratories, I believe is the acronym. Yes. So smart. <laughs> um, cause the, cause WAS is the other like correctional signal that they could have used, but it's not nearly accurate enough. Yeah. That's what all the, for, but the, but the reason why Deere, so bad you said what year was that? 94 when they started working with, with JPL and NASA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 94. And then, 94 to 97, there was a lot of uh, ideation and uh, research going on. So a little history lesson on GPS. So originally when GPS uh, was out, the U.S. government put an intentional error in the signal called selective availability. So you had the signals for civilians that had this purpose, you know, on-purpose error, and then the military signals were more accurate, so they didn't have that error in it. Yeah, because they had to have encrypted receivers. Right. Yep. For the, yep. And uh, it was 98-ish. We should we should look this up for the actual notes, but no, no, no. We just we're just going to put a disclaimer in that we're going to be about seventy percent right on most of this, <laughs> plus or minus two years. Don't uh, bother fact checking. It's, it's it's like it's all correct. It's like our accuracy, plus or minus two inches. Yeah. Um, so uh, Bill Clinton signed uh, a presidential order and got it rid of it. So there's a cool uh, chart you can find on the internet internet where it got immediately more accurate, but still wasn't accurate enough for the raw GPS for. Precision egg, yep. and some say that that was Bill Clinton's biggest achievement in office. Yeah, so it's improvement of GPS. <laughs> it's number one on the list hey, it's, for most lists I've seen. At I least, probably wouldn't have a career if it wouldn't have been for that little yeah. presidential order. Yeah. So yeah, so that started with JPL, and I'm disappointed if I would have known we were uh, going to do this today. Deer's first receiver uh, was actually, I think they did use Omnistar or a uh, version predis- of it. Pred- yeah, predecessor, pred- predecessor to it for the first one, the green eggs and ham receiver. I think that's it's not its official yeah, title. We, that's if like. we use this clip for TikTok or Reels, you can throw a picture of it. It literally looks, it's orange. Like, so these domes up on here are yellow, and that one is, like, orange. And Why it, was like, it orange? Really, I don't know. They probably didn't, they, they didn't know how to make enough. yellow, yellow pro- plastic didn't probably, exist. There probably was a shortage, a supply <laughs> <Yeah>. chain thing. <laughs> no yellow. And then it had that a green disc on the outside of it, too. Yeah, the, on the there, ground so. plane so that, uh, for signal. Rejection, yep. but it was a single frequency receiver. So it looked like a fried egg. Is that's why I call yep. it the green, fried yep. egg or green whatever. Eggs yeah. Green eggs and ham. I think it's but in the Smithsonian. Why would you call it green eggs and ham? There's no, what's it's ham? Green. Yeah, but what's ham? 
Dr. Seuss was a... I don't know, Green Eggs oh, and Ham. Oh, just because yeah. it's a reference to the book. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if they called it like the fried egg or green eggs and ham because it only worked in the morning. <laughs> That's so, That was a bad one. That was, really that bad. was bad. Yeah. That was bad. No, people laughed. I heard them. People are laughing all over. Ha, ha, ha. So that, yeah, that was single frequency, only used for yield mapping mm-hmm. and was never used for auto steer. Uh, and it's kind of cool. I uh, put together a history thing for uh, some classes that we did this last year. And you can go back in the John Deere price pages on our dealer website and still find uh, price pages and, and uh, information on this stuff even mm-hmm. that far back. So how, how much do you think that first receiver cost? Oh, should we share this? People might get depressed. Or was it? Is it? No, is it you'd lot? be you'd be very surprised. Like, I know, I know. So you go, you you have to guess. I don't know. because you're dumb, man. Every time I guess, I get <laughs> laughed at. Uh, ten grand, higher 30, or lower? What? Give me some thirty-two fifty-seven. It's list price. Oh, so it's like not that much different yeah. than it is now. Yeah. So we can talk about inflation. We'll uh, we'll throw out the prices as we go through the thing. But mm-hmm. yeah. But granted, considering that was back in. 96 96 yeah. i didn't know if it was if it was like going to be like you know like those old old computer ads you know where they're like look oh, at yeah. this computer that had 32 megabytes of hard drive space <laughs> and it was like eighty thousand dollars yeah and it took up like the size of the showroom out here granted that was only one piece of the puzzle if you wanted to yield map you had to do all of, a lot of other things mm-hmm. which were way more money as yeah. well i finally secured one last year they're very hard to find because you're yeah, you, you to trade a program. You had to know a guy who knows a guy. You had to know a guy who knows a guy. And you got you to meet a guy in like the back alley of a strip mall and exchange. <laughs> By the dumpsters. M- money for a guy that pulls a receiver out of the back of his Mazda. <laughs> it, it wasn't that extreme. I just, for all our, our uh, store meetings for like the past four years, I bring it up. Hey, anybody finds one of these, please get it. And uh, one of our sales guys out of Watertown traded in a combine, a 9610, that had one of these bouncing around for the last 25 years, not working. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was able to get it. Yeah. So. I remember this. He presented it to you at tech expo during your lecture about receivers and you cried. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I turned around and I had every single other receiver and it was there and I like locked up. I couldn't even, I, I almost, oh, yeah, it was, this is an emotional sure. moment. Yeah. So is that fried egg, whatever I'm, I'm never going to call it by the right name. Is that like the, um, like the Honus Wagner of receivers, like you can never, they're hard to find. Like, yeah, is there oh, only like six in existence? Could you take that thing to Antiques Roadshow and get a pile of cash for it? But I've heard some people, some collectors online pay decent money for them. Because if you want the whole collection, John mm-hmm. Deere had a trade-up program. So we'll talk about the, the Gen 2. The Be first, honest. The first Starfire. Um, are you in like a forum about are you Starfire receivers? There's a few of us on Twitter that, you know, are hardcore. Yep. But there was like a trade-in program, and then they took all the trade-ins and like threw them in a big I, black hole. Yeah, they recycled them. I have no Probably. idea. Yep. So you got that. Basically, the story was that signal that they were using, that deer was using on that original over easy or over easy green eggs and ham. They discontinued it. So that, then to make it right, they offered to trade a program for a, a Gen two Starfire. So the real first Starfire, the original one. Was not really Starfire. I would say that it didn't even really have a name. There's no stickers on it or anything. No, it was a GPS so receiver. Basically, if you still had one of those, you just like weren't paying attention. Yeah, yeah. Because they were basically like offering to trade in your four year old pickup truck for a brand new one for free, and you're like, oh no, I kind of like my old one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the trade up program was a Starfire Gen Two. I think it was eight hundred bucks or eight hundred fifty bucks, mm-hmm. which was a fraction of the price. Which yep. obviously is probably telling of the performance of said receiver when they're like, we'll like basically give this one for free. <laughs> <laughs> the Gen 2. No, so the Gen, Gen 2, 2 is the one 
probably the first one that there's a lot of. There's still yeah, out there's, there. That was to say, we have three of them People in our little AMS them. room. I only know like one guy that's still using one. Well, if you got like an old 9400 combine. Yeah, and that's what exactly what he's using on a 9500. Paulson Farms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that's Starfire. So it's two sides. It's the product name, right? The re- receiver. And then that's when Deer first started pushing out the Starfire correction. Yep. And then a little bit of the history there too. The Deer uh, partnered with a company called Navcom in California. And they had really good background on designing position GPS receivers I think they did a little bit with radio communication too, but uh, so they deer part with them with them to design the receiver and also the Starfire network. Mm-hmm. And then at some point in there, I don't know exactly what year deer fully acquired Navcom. So then that was when it became in-house deer and Navcom designed it. And then they were actually manu- manufactured in Fargo at deer's uh, Phoenix international yep. facility. So the Starfire Gen, is, do you call it a gen one gen or gen two? two? This is a gen two. Yeah, gen two. So it's called gen two because it's the generation two receiver okay yeah. sure first starfire uh, so that receiver could do auto track sf1 there was no could it do rtk it did could it do rtk right so out of the box it was sf2 ready so you could put sf2 on it yep so it was sf2 ready i mean i already knew that but i'm just like playing dumb oh yeah know, so yeah, for sure but then there was an <laughs> sf there was sf1 level subscription and then there was sf2 but you had to pay, you had to for, pay for sf1 you had to pay for sf1 oh my yep. gosh yep yeah, and, and I, people only just, knew how good they have it right now. Yeah, I, I, you know, that's that's why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. That's why we're it, doing this. First dual frequency receiver for deer. So the orange one was single frequency. Yep. Um, today we use every satellite broadcasts uh, multiple frequencies, so you can calculate out some of the error in the atmosphere. Um, the ionosphere. The ionosphere, yes. And uh, I read that word on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, there's no way that you just came that out <laughs> off the top of your head. So when that when that came out, it had SF1, SF2, and then out of the box, it didn't have RTK, um, but it did. It was RTK compatible, but you had to. It was like putting together an erector set to make everything work. It's a little duct tape involved. Yeah. Yep. yep. And don't forget um, the TCM. Yeah. So it didn't have a TCM out of the box either. Terrain compensation module. Yep. But do you know what did have a TCM? The ITC. So how many years were between? So the ITC came after the Gen two. Correct. But it instead of calling it the Gen 3... They called it the Starfire ITC. Which yep. is Integrated Terrain Compensation. Gen 2 to ITC was... What was the age seven range? Seven years or eight years? Nope. So the, the Gen 2 came out in 2000. 99, 2000. Yep. And then the ITC was released in 2004. Oh, it was that soon. Yep. Who knew? Yep, integrated terrain compensation. You were barely born, so how would you yeah. know? I was six. <laughs> and the, the big deal at the time, so the, the Gen 2 retailed for about four grand, an SF2 ready, right? The ITC, that's when we got the SF1 ready. SF1 free signal. So it was 2500 bucks, and then the signal's free yep. for, for um, SF1. Yep, so it all started, the GPS receivers we know now, through, through Deer at least, started really with the ITC because you have... Your terrain compensation plus your SF1 free signal, and then you can go to SF2 and then RTK. Maybe Chris knows this. When did people start calling them bubbles all the time? Or uh, globes. Domes. Globes is a Globes big is one. still globes, the one that they... Yeah. Globes, domes, bubbles. I kept... When I worked... Because when I, when I started working for John Deere, I worked in the Green Star Call Center, and people kept calling in saying their bubble wasn't reading or whatever. I'm like, 
what and what job did I just sign up for? <laughs> what is this guy doing with bubbles? Well, look at the look at the Gen Two. I mean, it looks like a dome. Mm -hmm. It looks like a globe, kind of. I mean, the ITC kind of looks like a globe. The ITC know? looks like the old Metrodome. It does actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're familiar with Minnesota sports history. Looks just like the metronome, even like the little things. Down that, yeah, there. even the supports on the side. Yeah, that everybody can see that's listening to this. Great <laughs> podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah, well. Look at this. I'm pointing. <laughs> I, I keep on remembering just little, little details. So the ITC also, has, it was the first one with simulated radar output. So it's a big deal. See, that's probably, honestly, that's something somebody's going to listen to this and be like, whoa, I did not know that. Yeah, because, you know, all the radars that, you know, you both a uh, Two, three, four thousand dollar radar on a tractor, and, mm -hmm. and it goes bad. Then you, you know what button I need to add to the button bar is the old, the old NBC. The, the more, more you, you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, missed opportunity. What's the, what's the Starfire three hundred then? Where does that come whoa, into play? Whoa, whoa, you're jumping, you're jumping ahead a little bit. No, he's not actually. Well, technically, because the next generation between from ITC was three thousand. Uh, the Starfire three thousand. Wrong. What? Yep. Well, okay. don't, want, in, don't go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Yeah, with, with the <laughs> GPS guy, boss man. The Schwab. Let's just start calling <laughs> him the Schwab. Schwab. And, and don't try to stump the Schwab over here. Three, so the Starfire 300 was 2008. Um, and when, this is a little, for us nerds, this is a little triggering because it really shouldn't have been called the Starfire because it does not use Starfire. It's just WAS, right? It's just WAS, yeah. Which, what does WAS stand for? A neat acronym guy. Wide area? Yep. Automated signal? You're close. Dang it. I probably read it on Wikipedia, too. I'm, I'm too dumb to remember. <laughs> augmentation system. Oh, yeah. augmentation. So it's, 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 uh, it's maintained by the FAA. Yeah, it's like airplanes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yep. So the whole deal with that thing, at that time uh, in precision egg history, I can't do the, the deep voice. Precision egg history. There was a lot of pressure. And you think of, you know, we could do a whole thing on displays, but that was like the 2600 time frame, right? Yep. And Deer was getting a lot of pressure from companies like Trimble, Outback. Uh, there was a couple of The others. Steakhouse? <laughs> no, Outback. <laughs> <laughs> they had a receiver called the Bloomin' Onion. <laughs> Outback is a company out of Canada that uh, had... Uh, well, that makes gosh, sense. Yeah, it's, when I think Outback, I think Canada. Canada. Not, yeah. not Australia, not, Canada. What was that called not, again? Good, I might put another shrimp on the bobby. That's what they say <laughs> down there. So there's a lot of pressure at Deer, especially from some of the overseas markets, to have a, like, a low-cost, entry-level guidance system. So Deer went off the shelf. They didn't even design the chip in there. Um, that's a single-frequency receiver it's like plus or minus 13 if, inches if deer can only come up with their own ideas i know oh. they steal <laughs> everything never had an original <laughs> idea since the plow so then oh speaking of copying so then they had that and then a light bar which i think we got a box of six brand new in the in yeah, the AMS that room. Have never been sold um and so they had paired that with a light bar to have a low cost entry level guidance system and then the green star 1800 display came along it kind of married up so it it didn't do very well uh, i think it only lasted two or three years I was going to say yeah. 1800s gave me uh, a minor amount of PTSD when he mentioned that. There's a lot of fingerprints on that screen. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of dents in that screen. Uh, but I had to do activations when I worked in the call center right away. And you got to do these 26 uh, character alphanumeric activation codes mm -hmm. on a display. And the 1800 display for people who don't remember is does a not a touch dial. screen. It's a yep. turn. It's a, turn like a scroll wheel, yep. right? So you got to scroll a wheel. Think of scrolling a wheel through a keyboard to put in a stinking activation code. That's 26 characters And long. if you mess one up and hit enter, hit the entire whole thing, thing over again. 
Yeah. And right. how many times I said Sierra for S, which is the like, what is it? The, what do you call that alphabet? Uh, well, it's a military, right? Like Bravo, Tango. El- Alpha Bravo. Bravo yeah, Charlie, whatever. whatever. It doesn't matter. We're Somebody can roast it for that. Doesn't. But Sierra is the correct, but people would always put C, C instead of S. They'd read it back to me. And if they, I'd have them read it back to me too. And they'd get like three characters in and be like, C for Sierra. I'm like, duh. No, it's it's not S. it's not an it's Oldsmobile. S. It's not a Cutlass Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> the mountains. Well, we do we run into them, so people buy those on eBay. Yeah, I got and a, then I got a Starfire three thousand, but it looks like it's part of the stickers coming off. It only says three hundred, and then they would wonder why it won't steer because that will not well, work with Auto Track. You I got, got a, gypped. I got a real deal on this thing on the eBays. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace, Starfire 3000, and it's improved because it's smaller. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's the, and it's only it's magnetic. It's the Starfire 3000 Slim. <laughs> so, yeah, so now you're... Now, 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 now the 3000s 3000. come out. Yeah. So that... Nice and fancy, like... Yeah, and we don't have one on the table here, but yeah, that, that was a, a big game changer mm-hmm. when you think about the iterations over time. Because what, what did the 3000 have that was really different? It had numbers instead of letters? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, it did. But the biggest complaint on the first receivers were they'd only track 10 or 12 satellites. And so if you had certain times of the day when you're, the constellations behind the trees or hill, you'd get down to below your minimum number of satellites out of steer, and then you'd get kick out. Yeah, so it was like 5, o'clock, five or 6 o'clock in the evening. It would always be consistently the, the 12 hours part. So it's always 3 yep. o'clock. It always depends on where you lived. So there's, if you go to Stellar Support, there's still the satellite predictor. Or you could go in and say, okay, it's this date. Do I have enough satellites in the sky? I haven't opened that thing up since the 3000 came out. So the 3000 added uh, Jeep GLONASS. Excuse me. So we so could track. Yes, and GLONASS. So you have two constellations instead of one. Yep. You looked up the definition of the Russian GLONASS. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, oh gosh, I'm going to have to look it up. But it's all Russian words, I was right? Say, I, think not, you, I think you put it. It doesn't like really translate very no. well. Globanaya Navigashana Sput. <laughs> Sputnikova <laughs> Sistema. <laughs> so it's like Sputnik. I mean, uh-huh. so like navigation. So like global navigation satellite system in Russian. No, I like I like what, the way you butchered that. Yeah. So it, uh, yeah, added the satellites at GLONASS and then also did uh, pitch. Pitching, on the y'all. Yeah, pitching. We're rolling, y'all. Oh, added pitch. And, so, and quick plug, now that it's spring, don't forget to, the farmers that are listening to this that are probably sitting in their tractor planning, could you calibrate your TCM? And if you haven't, do it. And don't. And if you don't calibrate your TCM and your tracking's off, don't call me. I'm just hoping that's, like that's one. Your, that's your job. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> it, it's the, it tells you. It yells at you to calibrate your TCM, yeah. and you just hit accept and just don't pay attention to it. And then you wonder why things don't work. Calibrate your TCMs, please. Yeah, wide and narrow guest rows. I mean, it's ju- just like a like if you were a custodian, part of your job is cleaning the bathroom, but it's not your favorite part. Yeah, but you can have the common courtesy <laughs> to n- not use the, the facilities the way. Use them their intended ways. Yeah, don't, you don't, don't want to walk into a nuke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have some courtesy in the same way. If if your, your screen pops up and says, you need to calibrate your TCM, just do it. So so we had the the Gen two came out what year two thousand or something like that ninety thousand and then the or, yeah. ITC came out in two thousand four mm-hmm. yep and then the three thousand came out in two thousand three hundred who cares about that That's thing a, yeah just skip that one yeah just like get rid of it bye <laughs> and then the three thousand came out in twenty twenty ten yeah so we had a four year gap and then a six, six year six ish year, year gap yep okay and then we went to 
6,000. 6, the old six yeah. k, And that was? To 2016. Dang. So another six-year gap. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so most of our receiver population that we have out there now is the Starfire 6,000s that are either running RTK or SF3. SF3. Yep. Uh, it's and actually, there's still a good mix. Uh, 3,000, there's a pile of 3,000s out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I would say to all the farmers, like Sam said, that might be listening to this, that are needing an SF3 subscription, I would call right before you go to the field when you're ready to plant. I should go slash your tires. <laughs> I'm gonna. That, I should go slash your yeah. tires. Yeah, that is a challenge. So that when uh, yeah. for customers listening to this, that the, yeah, with the subscription starts the day that you you know call and we generate it. So a lot of people yeah. wait till the last minute. Three months, six months, one yeah. year, three year. Well, you don't want to waste that like two yeah. or three days. Yeah, I mean, you might need those in August. <laughs> <laughs> and the other the other big deal with this uh, six thousand is. We got RTK extend. So when you're running radio RTK and you lose the signal, traditionally on that, everything else, it was 15 minutes. Yep. You had to keep coast for 15 minutes and have sub-inch accuracy on the 6,000 and went up to two weeks. Yep. When you're running radio RTK, you're not paying John Deere for that signal, but that's RTK extend is using Starfire. Yep. So you get the receiver looks at Starfire, and then it also gets an offset from the, the base station. That's how it coasts for two weeks. Pretty cool. Yep. Thanks, John Deere. And then... Our final act. And then, and then, and then, and then. The new hotness. Start Need first. Drum roll button. Yeah. <laughs> Mouth sound effects. <laughs> Starfire 7000 now. Just the came Star out. Starfire 7000. We should clip and, that and send it to Deer, see if they can use it. And it, yeah, it should have been 2021 or 2022. It's, it's got delayed by like two years because of the supply chain. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 2016 to 2023 now, and we're actually seeing them ship. Yeah, so the big upgrade with the Starfire 7000, if I'm correct, is that it's got built-in handles. Yes. <laughs> That's the biggest upgrade <laughs> on it. Safety first. <laughs> you know, on the John Deere, like, sales manual, they give you, like, the or the, the website, you know, they give you, like, the bullet points, like, the top three new features with this <laughs> and that was one of them? tractor tillage tool. It should be. For the Starfire 7000, like, bullet point number one should well, be and then they integrated should, handles. And then they might as well put... Like on your 6,000s and 3,000s, this wiring harness that plugs into the cab of the tractor, your cab of machine, the loom is completely open on these, and water gets in there and gets in the connector, and then if you know, again, back to the water and electricity and electronic things, they don't mix. And so Sam, we're still selling these. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> be be vigilant. And, don't and let gonna, water. And based on his, they're going to be around a long time. Don't don't let water get into your connectors. That's bad. Um, quick funny story about the word loom is when I worked in the call center, I was uh, for a while I worked what they called the party shift, which was like I come in at two in the afternoon and work till eleven at night. So I got a lot of calls from like you know the western hemisphere. Is that what you call it? Or, yeah, we are we Austin, are the western hemisphere. Sorry, geography catching up to me yeah. again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shoot, uh, I sound like an idiot. Um, Australia, New Zealand, like, uh, you know, that part of the world. And I had this guy from New Zealand call, and now I feel bad. He probably won't listen to this, so I should be good. Um, but he calls, and his first thing he says is, my glory won't hurt to the loom. I was like, I got, like, nothing out of that. Can, can you say that again? I had him repeat it, like, four times. My globe won't hurt to the loom. I was like, globe? He's like, yeah. <laughs> okay, his globe. It's like his receiver. Yeah, no, no. My won't erg, erg, ergy, er, earth, earth. Yeah. It's like, so okay, ground. It won't, it won't earth to the what? The loom. The loom. The loom. Yeah. I was like, okay, it won't earth to the loom. I still have no idea what that means. <laughs> That's got to be something with ground. 
Yeah, basically, you couldn't get it to connect. Yeah. You couldn't get it to connect. But, it, I mean, we spent a good 15 minutes getting to that point. <laughs> and just to figure out that his Starfire receiver wasn't connected. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh boy, we're plugged in backwards. Uh, not yeah. going to get a good survey back on this one. Sorry, I did my best. But anyways, so then we move on. Starfire yeah. 7000. Other yeah. than integrated handles. <laughs> so, uh, Baidu. Baidu. And then Chinese weather balloon over Chinese Montana. Got to catch that <laughs> constellation. <laughs> and uh, Galileo, European yeah. Union. European yeah. Union. So you get all those extra satellites, yep. right? So more availability, less shading. Uh, but John Deere's been working on a new signal. We talked about SF3, SF2. Um, they've been working on this for over a decade, um, at least since 2009. So with those extra satellites and all the algorithm improvements, isn't that your trigger word, algorithm? Yeah. Well, wow, drive social the media. If you're actually, you, oh, that's a social media I, reference. I don't know what a social media algorithm necessarily means, but you're using it like correctly. So, <laughs> so Deer is able to get that signal to sub so one inch accuracy yep. and repeatable for five years, up yep. to five years. Yeah, so they say five years, but they haven't tested it past yeah. five years. It's so just, it's probably going to be better. Yep, more than likely. Hopefully, so we're lucky. At this so you were saying next year is going to be six. Yes, Depend. depending on if they keep. We're, we're lucky. We live in the, a great part of the world. If you go to the menu in that receiver, uh, there's actually a thing that gives you an indicator because if you live in California where there's high tectonic plate movements, your mm-hmm. results are going to be a little different. Uh, we're lucky. We you know, I not yeah. watch. We're going to have a like 7.0 <laughs> earthquake, earthquake and, and move all of our base stations yeah, here in Minnesota. Yeah. But yeah, so that's so, some would say we're due. We're due. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. So. We get repeatability, no radios, no base stations to worry about, yep. um, and then back to the price. So list price, list price. What was the list price for your six thousand? Uh, Thirty-eight. That thirty-eight ninety-five. Yep. But if I wanted to get to those other levels, yep. like when you have the, to be clear, subscription been, and then or activation then subscription. Yeah. Yep. To be clear, all these prices we've been talking about were SF one ready basically. Yep. Uh, so with this, we don't have to do any activations for SFRTK. You just buy it forty-three hundred bucks. And, and then you pay your annual license, license, and your annual license um, for SFRTK, and you're good to go. And you don't have to worry about switching bases, raccoons taking out uh, yep. base stations, and everything like that. Rural, so, yeah, rural you can you can get that in three easy payments of a thousand dollars and one weird payment of thirteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I need a closing line for yeah. this podcast, so, Chris. Well, well, one other thing here. So we didn't touch on it with the Starfire six thousand, but there's an integrated version. So we've been moving these things around. Mm. You know, both of them on. Just said a simultaneous. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, why are we excited about this? You know, so apparently we're very interested. You have a very captive audience. <laughs> so, oh. the, the, but the cool thing is, so the six thousand had for one year an integrated yeah. version in the eight eight R's. Model year twenty one. If you have it, you're lucky. In this model year twenty three, the sprayers, floaters, and haggies. Haggies, and don't in case you're from a different area, cotton pickers. And, and X9s. X9s. We'll have an integrated seven. Model year 23. Yep. Model year 24, Waterloo. Yeah, sevens, eights, nines. Yeah, so. there's like, it's like a flat, you know, you just like a flat yellow spot on the cab, basically. Yeah, so. it, well, it looks like that that top dome on the 7,000. It just looks like that. Yeah, point at it. That comes through in a podcast. Okay, I'm giving you the visual, okay? <laughs> so it's cool. It, it's integrated. You don't have to worry about moving them around. It's not yeah. a bubble dome or globe anymore. It's a pancake. So we had the one, the one over year. In, over in France, it will be a crepe. <laughs> <laughs> Very thin pancake. 